it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Hello and wowzas, 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 wowzas. I have a direction that this is going, obviously, because I titled it, right? (laughs) If you've listened to a couple of episodes, I sometimes create the title because that's like the theme of what I want to do. And then all of a sudden I went to record and my fucking dog barked behind me and he's loud and it was the beginning of recording. So I was like, eh, all right, we'll start all over. And then I went to do something. I went to record again and something funked up and I had to start again. I don't do that. That's not how I record. I don't like to do retakes and redos. So something's going on and we'll see what pops out. It could be interesting or it could just be, uh, it's for later. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) So I am recording this on a Tuesday, which means that I'm in, um, in, uh, why am I trying to quantify anything? I have my 1111 meetings with my buddy, my biz partner. And my woo-woo mentor, if we want to call her that, <laughs> Lady Raven from Abundability. And the link will be in the show notes so you can check it out. But I get even more in my head, which, of course, right now, I'm really in my head. I'm wonderfully in my head. Wonderfully. Yes, it's it's been a sad time in my life as of this going out. I'm four weeks, I think, after losing my my beloved puppy. And the fact that I just said that and and tears are in my eyes, but they're not flowing means the healing has started. So that's awesome. I do feel like my brain is starting to clear. I don't know. Words. Yeah, this is a podcast. Words. I'm supposed to have them, but they're not flowing and I'm still just going to go with it. Uh, there's quite a few different things that I want to talk about today. Anyways, the fact that that is at that point feels nice. I'm not feeling guilty about that. I'm still coping, dealing, learning. It is a new normal for me, not having my baby girl sitting next to me every single day, like she has for over 15 years. And the other dogs are moving in, of course. So just just a real quick recap on that. I I am in my head. But it's not in my head like I've ever been before, which is feeling great. It's not scary, which is also nice. (laughs) Not causing fear. I'm just, as I was talking about in the meeting this morning, I am open to all of the possibilities. That's my I am statement for today. I am open to all of the possibilities. I am loving awareness. I talked about my gratitude before that. We do our gratitude and then we have, you know, some, we have a lot of conversation and then we do our I am statements. Usually it's kind of the flow of a meeting. I mean, we don't have a flow, flow. There's no rules, but 
I started off with a gratitude statement. I am grateful for the awareness that's happening. I'm grateful for some of some of you, quite a few of you that listen, have known me for quite a while, and I I know I am aware, have been aware for quite a while that I have control issues. So when I go into a mode like this of I can't say a mode like this because I've never gone into a mode like this. This is this is first. First for me. Yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. <laughs> so I have control issues when I start doing the smart thing for me and decide that I'm not going to work on controlling everything, that I am going to be open. And being open means I really have to be open. I really have to slow my roll. And even when I was talking about that in the meeting, I, you know, I, I love the fact that the women that are there, I've known quite a few of them for quite a while. And we've actually done some other woo-woo work together a couple of years ago. So it's awesome to re- get in that group where I feel so comfortable and not judged that I can just say how I'm feeling. Like the fact that even sitting there in the meeting, 100% feeling the gratitude for the awareness and that I am, I am open to all of the possibilities. And, you know, I was talking about the fact that the control issues and that I'm being more aware of where those control issues have been popping up because the more I'm not letting the control issues take over, the more I'm realizing, holy shit, there are more places. There's a lot more places where I, I've been working on controlling. So even as I was saying that, I was sitting there, you know, and I told him, I'm like, holy crap. I said, even that, I said, I can feel it. I can literally feel it in my chest starting to build that I need to go and take control of something. <laughs> Even matter what it was, right? Just the act of saying that made me physically feel it. Made me physically feel like the shoulders are going up. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We don't have control. <laughs> so, so thankfully I was able to share that. And as soon as I shared it with them, I could feel it bubbling back down, right? I was like, okay, no, you've got this and you mean this. This is really what you want to do. It's not easy. It's not easy to battle through all of those decades of this is how you deal with things. And that's, you know, what I was talking about last week's episode and how I've just, I've just been sitting in the feels, which is not the normal. It's uncomfortable to be in your feels, personal feels, business feels. It's all feels. It's all messed up in our brain. It's all sad, scared, all of that. It doesn't matter why we're feeling that way. It still feels icky and yuck and don't want it, right? Our brains are just like, no, we don't want that. We don't want to feel like that. Why would we want to feel like that? And so then I'm like, my MO <laughs> is, you know, go take control of something. Go push myself into something to take control of. Go get some takeout, <laughs> which <laughs> helped when we moved to this little town because there's no good takeout here in this town. So that helps me a lot. <laughs> and as long as I don't put shit in the house, bad food in the house, I got help to not turn to the food by not having the food in the house. 
all of these things are MOs that I've had, old me's that I've had, and things that I want to change. I do want to change them. They're not easy to change. It's not easy to have a bad day and not say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat this because this is going to make me feel better and I'm going to have a glass of wine with it. It's not easy to be in the feels. It's uncomfortable. And our brains just always want to go, okay, well, how do we get out of this uncomfortable? What can I do right now to get out of this uncomfortable? And old me was just like, well, let's see. This person needs help. I'm going to go and take care of that. I'm going to focus on their shit because that makes me feel better. Still doesn't deal with mine, right? So I'm really sitting in that and I'm really paying attention. And I've worked through, there's no worked through words. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sorry, if you're hanging on here, girl, I am so glad you're still hanging on here because words. It's not that I'm working through. The idea and the concept for me of working through something means that I'm taking control of it. So I guess right now what I, because I'm so in it, I'm coming on the other side, which feels amazing. But because I'm so in it, I don't think I have the terminology yet. Because I haven't, I haven't fully done it yet. So I don't quite know the terms except for just being aware that, that I have to be in it, that I don't have an end. I don't know when it ends. There's no deadline and it's okay. It's okay to just be in it and sometimes have bad moments and sometimes have uh, good moments. And when anything pops into my head about how I feel about that moment. It's okay. It's okay to have those happy moments. Like we just went out of town without her for the first time. And it was wonderful to not have any experiences or responsibilities. It was wonderful. So a little part of me all of a sudden would be just like, oh gosh, you know, and then I'd start feeling a little bit bad about myself because I did feel great. But then it was just like, you know what? No, no, it's okay have that feeling. It doesn't mean anything. You know, I'm not a bad person. All this stuff was in my head, right? All this talk through my head. <laughs> so it did go away and it was really wonderful. It was a recharge. I even took some extra days off because, uh, hey, uh, entrepreneurs, is that not why we take the time off or why we work for ourselves? See, I, yeah, my brain. I didn't do all the caffeine today. Just wasn't feeling it. And now here we are recording with what seems like a half a brain. So that I might apologize for. <laughs> that was part of the ones that didn't make it into the uh, thing. As uh, you know, I I know it's been a little bit rough. I did not know that I was going to start the podcast a few months ago, and then all of a sudden go a little bit dark. And every time I think about it the need to apologize pops in. I know that it's ingrained in us, especially us girls, us women, to apologize. We apologize for stuff that we don't need to apologize for. And it keeps coming up that, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I know it's kind of depressing and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, wait, squirrel. I don't know what your definition of sorry is, but I have worked, worked, it, yeah, it is work. I have worked on not saying sorry 
I have clients that are chronic sorry sayers. Gosh, that sounds like a workshop right there, right? Chronic sorry sayers. Um, <laughs> and they don't want to be anymore. And so what has come up in the conversations is, okay, well, why do you feel like you need to you know, say sorry? And, and, you know, everybody has their different reasons based on their experiences. But for me, I'm really paying attention to the fact that if I am saying sorry, it means that I would not do it again. And that's my definition of being sorry. And so that's kind of when other people are saying sorry as well, what I take. Okay, well, then if you're telling me you're sorry, then that means that you would not do it again. And it helps because it's like, okay, no, I'm not sorry that I talked about things in the podcast and that things got a little bit sad because those were that was what I needed to be sharing. And I share my experiences because in the sharing of the experiences, you get to see my growth and my humanity, which helps you connect with me for one. You know, that's not why I do it, but it does help you connect with me. But it also shows you that we're all in so much of the same crap. We just have the different parts that we're working through, our different experiences that we're working through. But a lot of the same shit in our head is the same shit. It's just based around what our experiences are. So I know that when I share my experiences, it will help you go through whatever you're going through right now or what you have possibly maybe need to go through, but you're not really sure or you didn't even know it until right this second that something needed to be gone through. It will help you because now all of a sudden you're just like, oh yeah, oh yeah even just a little bit. Okay. I know Val goes through this. She says her clients go through this. Okay. I'm not alone in my thoughts. I'm not alone in being a freaking human. We're all human. We are all don't believe in ourselves at times. We all have fears all a lot of the time. <laughs> all of that. So, so when I consider it that way, it's like, well, I'm not sorry that I shared and things got a little bit sad here in the last couple episodes that keeps bubbling up. And I keep telling myself, no, I'm not sorry. That's what needed to happen and, and how I needed to go through it. And bless you for being here, lady. Bless you for still going through it. So I do have a point for today. I do have a point. My big dog is just being obnoxious today. Yeah. Even, even after the four weeks, they're obviously still trying to figure out their new normal as well. But Big boys just laying against all of my stuff and making noise and trying to uh, break things. I think this 156 pound lab body, but everything old is new again was what I really wanted to talk about. And you know what? We're already getting into this more. So I'm going to make that the next episode. I'm not even going to go there today. I will start a full new episode. So let's just continue on the fact of the I'm sorry and see where this is going because the I'm sorry whole concept, it's so bullshit. I mean, think of your business and your customer service emails. This, for one, has been something that I've been breaking. Really, really, really breaking. Because there's times that I'll... Well, okay, you're an entrepreneur. There are times, lady, we get emails from people and they're just fucking whacked out, right? It's like, are you kidding me? You are such a dick. And I am one of those people that when that comes through, fight or flight is right there immediately. The Irish pops out into me and I want to fight. <laughs> it just does. 
something I'm working on, but it just does. Like when I immediately, when I, when I read that and it's just an attack, I mean, no gloves, fists up. That's how I feel. It's just the instant <laughs> feeling I get. And so I, I have been working really, really, really hard on it and doing a really good job of when I open something like that, depending on the email. No, it's not depending on the email. It's depending on my reaction to reading that email. If that reaction bubbles up and I'm instantly feeling like I'm going to punch them through the computer, I star it in my account and I leave it for 24 hours. And if I have a like serious bad feeling about it, then I do not come back to it for 24 hours. I absolutely do not come back to it for 24 hours because the outcome of what I'm going to type is not going to be great. And oftentimes when I was feeling that way, I would be like sarcastic and well, I'm, I'm often sarcastic, but, but I'd be more snarky and bitch and feed it. <laughs> I would absolutely feed it. Now there are times where somebody is obviously having a bad day and I can open the email and I don't take it in. And I know that that's getting better as we go as I go, as I go, who's we, as I go through that process, I know that I'm getting better with that of opening an email and and not taking it in. And what I've witnessed is so often when I would first go to answer those crappy customer emails, which don't happen all that often, I would immediately want to, or I would start typing out, I'm sorry, but or I'm sorry that you're having that issue, or I'm sorry, I would immediately go to apologizing. Now, 99% of the time, a customer service email is nothing on my end, or our company's end, and nothing that I have any control over or can help them with. 99% of those. I can honestly tell you that it could be 99.9. It's people's internet. It's whatever programs they have added. Something needs to be updated. They ignored emails. Big one. Big one here, entrepreneurs. Check your motherfucking spam folder. Oh my God. That one right there is a huge one. I cannot believe how many business owners do not check their spam folders. Mind blown amount of people do not check their spam folders. So if you are in business, please regularly check your spam folders. I check my spam folders multiple times a day because I don't have any control over how my where my email goes when it's sent to me. I don't have control over that. So I check it and I know that other people don't have control over where their emails end up in my email delivery program where I go and check it. I know that. So I check it. And honestly, that one is a huge one. But I don't have control over any of these things. Don't have control over it. And and I don't have ownership of it either. Because there was nothing I could have done or did do. So why would I be apologizing for it? I have stopped 
apologizing in my customer service emails. 100% stopped with that first conversation. Now, there might be times down the road after I've talked to them a little bit more, I might apologize for something. And I feel good about it when I do. It's like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry that this didn't work out the way that it was supposed to. And thank you for hanging in here and having a conversation. Because I don't think there's hardly, I'm trying, I'm trying to rack my brain right now. God, we've had so few bad customer service emails in the six months that we've been running Bundle Bash. But I'm, I'm thinking on it now. And this is one of the wonderful things about being a partner with Raven is I'm instantly hitting her up. I'm like, okay, I need to woe down. I need to back away from this. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to let it sit in the reminder that it's their bad day and they're venting is so very true. And this is why I don't need to apologize because when I apologize, they are looking for an apology for everything that happened horrible in their life in the last day, week, hours, months, years. They're venting. They're venting. They're having a bad day. And this was the camel. This was not the camel. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. Cliches. Remember all these simple cliches going through my head? Yeah, they're still rolling through my head. And it's true. It's true. Because when I sit on it and I don't jump in and, and vibe off their vibe, uh, then that next email reply will so often be, thank you for getting back to me blah, 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 blah. And it's easily, easily resolved that way. Very easily resolved. So look at when you are feeling the need to say, I'm sorry. If you are feeling the need to say, I'm sorry, is it truly your fault? There's times, absolutely there's times where I've screwed up. And if I could do it again, I wouldn't do it again. It's just fact. I'm human. It's okay okay that I screw up. And I don't have a problem saying I'm sorry when I do that anymore because I'm legit. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean it to happen, you know, that way, whatever it is. I don't even have anything to pull up right now. And it's freeing. It's freeing that when I say I'm sorry, I really do mean it. I really do mean it because I take ownership of whatever happened. So that's number one. If you're saying you're sorry, is it something that you're going to take ownership of? Is it something that you would not do again? So number two, if you had the chance to do it differently, would you do it differently? If not, then you're not sorry. If you do it the same way, you're not sorry. And you can't be sorry for the way that they took it because that has nothing to do with you. They took it the wrong way, then that's, that's on them. That's on them to work through. So take a look at your customer, customer service emails if you're getting them and how you're responding to them. Don't take them personally. They're having a bad day. Don't feed into their bad day. Don't become part of their bad day. Just set it aside and come back to it. It's okay to sit on something for 24 hours. It's totally okay. Not only okay, but it's kind of expected, especially in our global, <laughs> our global internet. You know, nobody knows what time zone anybody's in. So think on that. So saying you're sorry, if you are a sorry sayer, look at it. Do you want to change that? Or is it something that you're just like, yeah, not right now. 
I don't think right now is the time. All right. That's cool. <laughs> it feels good to be working on the clarity, to be aware that my brain is like clearing. There's room. That's what it feels like, I think. And I'm excited for the possibilities. I'm still waiting to see where this is going. <laughs> and that that's kind of a funny thing. Uh, let's see, we're going to be wrapping this up now soon. But uh, that's kind of a funny thing because I love to do 90-day plans. And my 90-day plan is nothing right now. Well, no, I take that back. It's not nothing. Bundle Bash is what I've been focused on. And then my personal clients are what I'm I'm absolutely focused on right now. But that doesn't take a plan per se that's nicely flowing versus the 90-day plan is usually I have the 90 days of, okay, this is what the focus is going to be and this is what the marketing plan is going to be. I don't have that right now. And I printed out <laughs> I printed out calendar pages yesterday because I know it's starting to really bother me that I don't have the 90 day plan. And I know that that's the control issues popping up going, oh, oh my God, where do you expect to be at the end of the year if we don't have a motherfucking plan? <laughs> so it's like, we will be at the end of this year, we, my brain and I will be exactly where we're supposed to be. I feel that by the end of this year, I will have a very clear direction of what's going on very clear direction and not just a clear direction but a path oh wait that's kind of a clear direction is it i will be excited and happy because i will know where where i'm going next business wise personal wise that's been all good too clarity will do that right <laughs> clarity will do that more communication will do that it's key to everything we do more communication. So, all right. Total squirrel episode. I almost wonder if that's what the title would be. Squirrel episode number one. Squirrel episode number two, because this won't be the last one. Anyway, so I'm, I am battling the uh, control issues. I do feel it bubbling up. I looked over and there's, there's those calendar pages that I printed off. And I'm going to leave them sitting there. I've been filling out a little bit here, a little bit there of stuff that is happening so that I know that it can go in there. But other than that, I can't be open to the possibilities and what's coming if I'm booked solid. If I have a plan that I don't feel like moving or don't think I can move, I can't be open. So not having a plan leaves me open to what's coming. And it's really hard to wait. Putting my patient pants on. All right, lady. I appreciate you for being here. I'm going to have that next episode that I'll talk about. What I wanted to talk about today. But what didn't pop out of my brain. Words didn't pop out for it. So next episode, you can expect to talk about everything old is new again. Which I did talk about a little bit in the last episode. Which was why I meant to talk about it here. But 
wasn't meant to be. So happy you are here. And I'm hoping, well, if you're listening to this long, you got some nuggets, you got some golden nuggets because you got something going on. So if you've got something going on and you need to reach out and talk about it, please hit me up. My schedule's a little bit clear right now. That's my point is not over scheduling myself. So that means I have time for a conversation with you. All right. So hit me up, bosslady at valselby.com. I will chat at you later. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Val Full Volume. If you are done spinning in circles and procrastinating, check out my quick workshop, 14 Biz Actions. Action creates change. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.